Welcome to the Evans Elementary School podcast, where we get to have some fun, explore new things, and grow our brains. Miss Rollmeyer here, and today is our day full of answers. I, it is also World Space Week, which is super exciting, and we'll talk more about that later. For now, I have Miss Xander joining me today to share our new word of the day, as well as to share the answers to our brain teaser this week. Did you figure it out? All right, Miss Sander. All right, this we're finishing up Space Week this week, and we're finishing up our space brain teaser. If one astronaut plus one astronaut equals 20, that means each astronaut is worth 10. If one Saturn plus one Saturn equals 24, that means each Saturn is worth 12. 10 plus 12 is 22. We have three stars plus three stars, which equals 12. Well, three plus three is six. And if you look at six and 12, each star is worth two points. So one astronaut's 10, one Saturn was 12, so 22 plus one star, which is two. The answer was 24. But, you know, I always love your thinking because I'm not looking for a specific answer. I'm looking for thinking. And any kind of thinking, I love it. All right, today's word of the day is benevolent. It means well-meaning or helpful. Miss R is a very benevolent person. She is. Now we have Miss Rasmussen, but we also have Miss Rollmeyer, so you can take that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I took that at Miss Rasmussen. All right, she guys, is. next week, you're out of school Monday and Tuesday, so we won't have a brain teaser, but I'll be back next Friday with your word. Perfect. Thank you so much for stopping by. Mm-hmm. It is the end of World Space Week, and I went out and asked you guys what kind of questions you had about space and about the solar system and that sort of thing, and I had some great responses. Let's check out what some of you guys were wondering about. My name is Kennedy, and um, I'm from Miss Itsumi's class, and I want to know why haven't we gone to other planets yet? Kennedy, you are not alone in wondering that question. I know that there are a lot of people who've asked that same thing. And the truth is, is the other planets, while they seem really close on a lot of our models of the solar system, the planets are incredibly far away. And it's just too far for a lot of our space shuttles to even go, or it takes too long to get there. And I went by, what I mean by too long is I mean years and years to get there. The other thing is we don't always know what other planets are like. So some planets like Venus is incredibly hot and we don't have the equipment or the capability as humans to go there without burning up ourselves. Other planets are way too cold. Um, so there are lots of reasons why we haven't visited other planets, but I know that there are plans and hopes and dreams to be able to visit some planets, starting with the planet Mars. So that's something that we can look forward to the future and seeing if some of those things happen and we take place, they take place. Um, as far as visiting Mars, we have spent space, sent space shuttles there. And we have sent um, like rovers, which is kind of like a, a robot there to explore the surface of the planet. So that's kind of exciting. Now, along those same lines, um, there was a question from Kishev in Miss Smotherman's class about whether aliens are real or if there's only life on Earth. Um, well, the truth is, is we haven't found any evidence to support there being aliens on any other planet. Now, there's still a lot of stuff that we haven't explored, so there's always a possibility there's aliens out there, but we haven't seen any evidence to show that there is aliens. 
Um, the other thing is, why can't we live on another planet? And this was asked by you in Miss Mo's class. And a lot of people hope that one day we can live on Mars and we can create a settlement on Mars. And there's a lot of really cool books where it has a futuristic um, feeling where people, characters do live on another planet. But the truth is, is right now, no human has visited any other planet. And there's a lot of planets that are not capable of humans living there. Even Mars, if we were ever able to go and live there, they don't have the same atmosphere and the same oxygen for us to be able to breathe. And you can't grow any plants there as far as we are aware. So we wouldn't have food. Um, we wouldn't have a suitable environment to live in. So there's a lot of technology that needs to be created to make that sustainable for us before that can even happen and take place. All right. Let's see what other questions we have. Hello, my name is Keegan, and I'm in Miss Tullis's homeroom. How, how much money does NASA use on all their projects each year? Keegan, thanks for asking that. NASA does a ton of amazing things to help us explore outer space. And the truth is, is they spend a good bit of money, whether it's sending rockets up or sending humans up into space or observing, keeping a watch on anything that's flying around the Earth or in space. And the truth is, is at, in 2020, their budget was $22.6 billion, which is a large chunk of change. <laughs> but it's also incredibly expensive to um, create and build the rockets and things that they need in order to get to outer space. Um, now, we had another question from Daniel in Miss Moe's class, and he asked, is there anything beyond our solar system? And there is, actually. There's other solar systems. <laughs> So there are some great questions that you guys have about space, and I have loved asking them and then searching for the answers for you guys. I hope you keep wondering and being curious about space and about satellites and about all of those different kinds of things. We are in a galaxy, and a galaxy is made up of several solar systems all together. Um, so there are other solar systems beyond our own. So the Russians decided to launch a satellite full of potatoes into orbit to see what would happen. Apparently it's called Sputnik. <laughs> okay, so that's not really true. It's just a play on words. But fun fact, the Russians were the first group of people to send a satellite into space and into orbit, and it was called Sputnik. Um, and that actually happened October 4th, 1957. So which is why we celebrate um, World Space Week during this week, because it's kind of the anniversary of our first thing going into space as a humanity, which is kind of fun. Now, that being said, before we get to our first chapter Friday, I am going to challenge you with a weekend challenge. The weather is supposed to be amazing this weekend. And I think that you should go outside Look up at the stars and see if you can identify some constellations or find some planets. Now, from my understanding, this is supposed to be an awesome time up until the 13th of October. It's supposed to be an awesome time for you to be able to see um, Mars as a planet um, without a telescope, actually which is pretty exciting. As you look up, you will see it as a red orange star almost. Um, now, if you have a telescope, I challenge you to pull it out and look at it and see how it goes. So that is your challenge for this week. And now it is time for First Chapter Friday. Let's check out our book for this week. 
All right. So the story that I'm going to be sharing with you today is called Amina's Voice by Helena Kahn. Um, and it is about a girl named Amina. And she has just entered middle school. And her best friend, Sujin, has been friends with her for many, many years. And suddenly now they find themselves in middle school and everything seems to be different. Sujin is about to become an American citizen and she's wanting to change her name. Um, and suddenly they're having to figure out, well, what does it mean to be a cool girl? And should I hang out with the girl, cool girl? Should I be friends? Like, how do I, how do I deal with this attention from the cool girls? And Amina has a secret ability to sing. She is a phenomenal singer. And Sujin is all about her competing in a competition. And Amina is just not quite sure. And then Amina starts struggles to deal with the tragedy when her local mosque is vandalized and she is absolutely devastated. So the story is kind of going through um, her friendship with Sujin and all of the crazy changes that are happening as she's entering middle school and, you know, coming out of her shell and deciding whether she wants to sing or not in this competition. And then, and then dealing with the tragedy of her mosque being vandalized. So, it is a phenomenal story. And for those of my friends that are big fans of realistic fiction, this is going to be a book that's right up your alley. So check it out. Again, it's called Amina's Voice, and it is written by um, Helena Kong. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. And I look forward to having you come back and check it out on our next episode out on Tuesday.